Hello and welcome to episode 413 of and Say Geek. I'm back. And I'm Hammer. And this is our Week in Geek. This week we saw the movie in the theaters again. Yeah. Kinda. Oh yeah, no, no we didn't. No we didn't, yeah. I was like, did we? No we didn't. Uh, yeah, but we we did watch Reminiscence at Home, so it is a theater movie, but it's also a streaming movie, so we'll bring you our spoiler-filled review of that. Uh, that counts as our... You double-dipped. You double-dipping dick. Yep. Fucking, yeah. I call it being efficient. Sure. Uh, we'll bring you... There's actually some nerd news to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we'll end the episode with episode six of Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Yeah, so before we do any and all of that, why do we do I don't know why you ask, because I'm just watching a lot of shit right now. Okay, that's fine. Tell me what you... So you haven't been playing anything? No, I didn't play anything. All right. Um, fuck, now I'm trying to remember what I've been watching. Shit, that's cool. bad. Have not been watching Breaking Bad still. I actually made a comment about that when I went over to my friend's house. I was like, so we're not watching... Because we try to watch all three of us, and when one of her, um, her husband's been gone, I was like, we're not watching Breaking Bad. Um... Whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck, I can't remember what I've been watching. That's how good it's been. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I started watching Miss Ma- The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I watched through the first part of it again, and I never finished that series, but I fucking love it if you've never seen it. No, I haven't. It's Amazon Prime, and I don't know if they've actually finished it. It's only three seasons, but it is really good, really charismatic, like, character comedy drama. But it's really fucking good. The leading lady is fantastic. Um, shit, I'm not, I can't think of anything else, really. I've oh. been out and about a lot lately. Well, after you left Sunday, I decided to try to die. Uh, I don't know what happened. I got so ungodly sick. I stayed home Monday and Tuesday from work. Uh, so I watched um, some UFO documentary thing on, on Netflix, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it was six episodes long, and I pretty much slept through all of them. Like, I'd wake up and be like... Okay, I watch it for like five or ten minutes. Like, yeah, it's still. Um, we finished Return of the King on four K finally, and yeah, God, there's so many endings. Like mm-hmm. I forgot how many endings there were. The extended one adds like a couple, doesn't it? Uh, the extended one. I don't know if it adds any endings, but I know it adds like a scene with uh, Aon and Theoden, where they're just kind of like staring at each other for no reason and then they love each other because you know why not um it's like it's still really great uh but yeah there's a lot of endings um after i decided i wanted to watch a great movie because i haven't watched really great movies in a while so i watched the dark knight rises and like man this movie that movie's so good like, dark knight it. or dark knight rises dark knight rises okay I love that movie. I yeah. remember Dark Knight better than Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I mean, Heath Ledger, I get it. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, we oh no, and then we watched uh, He's All That, which is the reboot, remake, whatever of She's All That, but instead it's Addison Rae, who's, a, who's an influencer in high school, uh, I mean, same sort of thing. She finds her boyfriend cheating, so she decides she's going to take a loser kid and turn him into the winner mm-hmm. prom king. Um, fuck. I, I angry watched this for like an hour and a half, and it was way longer than an hour and a half. It's really bad. Um, Addison Rae's like 18, 19... Maybe twenty. She's a she she's is. a TikToker, whatever. Oh okay. And she's like this huge influencer because she's so ungodly hot. And I was like, eh, she's attractive. And then she's standing next to Rachel Lee Cook, and I was like, Rachel Lee Cook is still mm-hmm. gore. And she's forty or forty one. So Sarah looks up and was like, wow. Uh, the main dude, I actually liked him. He had a lot of charisma. The movie's garbage. I think I laughed twice. Mm-hmm. And for a comedy, you should like, you should laugh or at least be like, <laughs> like a chuckle or something. Yeah. Uh, I gave this a don't watch. This thing is garbage. It's really bad. Really bad. Um, 
I watched. Remember what I watched, by the way. I'll come after you. Oh, fucking dick. I watched a stand-up special because I was sick. A bunch of different... It's on Netflix. It's called The Degenerates. So it's... Oh, I think I've heard of this. Um, it's like a bunch of different comedians doing like 20-minute skits or 20-minute uh, routines. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad Williams is on there. I love Brad Williams. He's... Uh, he calls himself that, so I, I guess I'm a lot, although, uh... <laughs> like, let's gloss over that before. Yeah. Uh, but, the, I actually like that, it's, I mean, it's very vulgar comedy, you have to like vulgar comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to playing, when playing the same things I've been playing, Fable 2, Fable 3, um, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance Tactics, and I started up Gears Tactics, because I found wanted to see what it was like. It's... A lot more like XCOM than uh, the Dark Crystal Tactics. Like, the Dark Crystal Tactics... So, what I'm going to say is I actually like the Dark Crystal Tactics more than Gears Tactics. Oh. Uh, Gears Tactics feels like you're just waiting for your opponent to move into your cone of shame and fire at them. Yeah, you're telling me it's basically just Overwatch the game. Yeah, you just... I mean, it's very Not XCOM. but... Like, you... You reload and then you go into a mode called Overwatch, and if they stand, if they get inside this cone or whatever, you start firing at them. That's so far all it is. Um, I mean, you still every once in a while get your chainsaw executions, and stuff. like that's kind of fun. But the maps take minimum thirty minutes, if not like an hour to an hour and a half, which is one of the things with XCOM where you're like. You can't just sit down and be like, alright, I'm, I'm gonna do this real quick. Like, there's no way to do an XCOM map real quick. Mm-hmm. Where with the uh, Dark Crystal, each map's like five, and ten, five to ten minutes. It takes, a, it takes a lot of hints from, like, Final Fantasy Tactics without without doing the boost. Where you can level up your... <sighs> well, you did was like, alright, if you guys are gonna stay on the outside of the map, we're just gonna sit here and boost for days. Do you get boost from being a monk or is it a <coughs> squire? I'm pretty, pretty sure it was a monk, but you got monk at like level 5 of squire or no, whatever. No, it was squire, it was boost, and then you got chakra from being a monk, so then you can sit there and, oh, yeah, and heal that, each other yeah. and boost. Yeah. Or uh, punch each other and heal. So, I'm playing both of those. I prefer the Dark Crystal. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all for me. Let's go back to you. Since you decided to join the show. I think, you know what I'm going to actually do is write down what I've been watching and playing on the notes. What? I, I actually put shit on the notes. You did put shit on the but notes. I, I actually it, but... not trust my own memory as well. Yes. That's, uh, that's why I started the Google Drive. Because like I would see stuff on Twitter and be like, ooh, we'll talk about this on the show. And we never talked about the show. And I was like, fuck! And it'd be right after the show was done. Yeah. <clears throat> so I did, I've been watching uh, Schmigmadoon. Uh, you tell me about that, yeah. Um... We're burning through episodes a bit on it, but the biggest thing I'd say is I actually like it. I don't love it, but I feel like it was literally a movie that was split into a bunch of TV episodes. Okay. <clears throat> because the way I think, like, if you're watching it and you watch just one episode, it's not a satisfying one episode watch. Okay. Because you're essentially going to watch one or two uh, scenes or songs. And watching a bunch of them together, I find I enjoy it a lot more. So okay. I think that's kind of the goals we're going to try to burn through it a bit more of at least you two to three episodes because one episode alone is just, it's not right. not hitting that mark. Um, I've also been watching, or I just started watching the Marvel's What If movie, um, shows. Okay. I really like it. Well, it's animated. I, I know it's animated, but I'm like, I was, I wasn't really invested in this. This is like the the black sheep of all the shit they were putting out for their TV shows. Yeah, this was not getting a whole lot of push, really. But it's good. I like what they're doing. I, I've only seen the first one with uh, Peggy Carter becoming Captain Carter and stuff like that. But I'm like, I like Elsewhere stories, so why don't I? Why should I have do- dove into this right. earlier? Um, the animation's really crisp. I like the fact that they, for the most part, use the voices from mm-hmm. the actual people. So it's it's even more. It's even I don't know more real. I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and the more I look and see what they're doing with the multiverse and madness stuff, I think this is might be more of a hinge show than you might realize. Like they might pull. Well, more they from said this. that this is canon. Yeah, which, I know they said this is canon, just but like, okay. I never really thought that maybe they actually might pull more shit from here. Like I'm sure there's probably an episode, and I haven't seen it. There's one where Spider-Man's Doctor Strange or something like that. 
I'm sure you might see some elsewhere stories. As we're getting to one of our news stories about Spider-Man. Right. Like you might see those weird little crossovers, or they're just pulling a character or reference an event or something like that. So I'm actually I'm excited to burn through the two episodes that came out. Though I have a friend that had them fall off the back of the truck, so I have all the episodes if I really want to watch through those. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. All right. Uh, so now we're gonna go ahead and get to this week's streaming review and our theater yeah. review. But we're gonna since this is a a WB movie. It's released on both in theaters. We and did see some in theater too. You we Candyman. did. Yeah, yeah. I Candyman. thought we did. Yeah, yeah I was like, Candyman. okay. So we are going to get to our. Yeah, you didn't cheat. I fucking. Yeah, I'm still a little drunk. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go ahead and get to our our uh, review of Candyman. This is the reboot, remaster, remake, revisioning. Like it's. It's more of a reboot than anything else. The only yeah. thing that's really the same is uh, Tony Todd's in it briefly, and the uh, the guy's mother was in the original Kenny yeah. Man, but I can't think of her name. Uh, a, an artist basically starts investigating a, a, a project area or, or an area that used to be the projects that's kind of turned into an, an upper upper class area in Chicago. Um, he finds kind of a, a rundown little area. He starts investigating things around there. He hears the story of Candyman, becomes kind of fascinated with the story of Candyman, starts painting a bunch of stuff. Um, and Candyman comes around. Let's basically mm-hmm. as much as can give away without giving away too much with what's in the trailers. Yeah. Um, When I saw this, I wanted to send you a message of like, well, you don't need your safety blanket. Because it's not scary. There's, I can't even think of any, I can't even think of one like scary moment. There's a lot of, there's a lot of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's nothing that, like it, it didn't feel like you were walking through a, an area and something might get you at any point. Mm-hmm. Um to that sort of extent of scary. This is a lot more um, socially aware than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of feels like it's two movies, like a horror movie and a social movie. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of put them together. And I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as I was going, as a, as much as I thought I was going to from the trailers. Okay. I'm going to recommend that you see it, but I'm not going to recommend you see it in the theater. I don't think there's I don't think there's a theater watch in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um but if you liked Candyman, I think you'll you'll like this version. What about you? Um I liked it. I can say I actually enthusiastically liked it. I would agree with you the fact that it's not as um terrifying. It's um the way I described it to the person I saw it with is that it's not there wasn't a, there wasn't hardly any jump scares. Really, no, there's none. Um, which I like. I actually appreciate. Yeah, no, that yeah, it's just that because that's... fuck jump scares because I think jump scares are for the most part they're fun but they're kind of cheap. Yes. Um, this one had a few of those moments where you knew what was going to happen, like it telegraphs its motions very far ahead for the most part. You can see what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. That's where it tries to build the tension. For me, that's what worked. Okay. For, for the most part. The later half, by that point, I, it kind of demystified things, so I was just, like, watching. But I was invested, but I was just watching, to your point, more of a social commentary at mm-hmm. that point. It kind of switches gears a bit. Not badly, but just different. Um, but in the beginning, I'm like, it telegraphs this move to the point where it's like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to do that. And it does it through, like, I would say I like the camera angles, and it uses angles in a very fun way. It made me look through all of the movie when I was watching it to try not to miss something. And a lot of the time, there's nothing there, which is the point. The point is to build that suspense of, hey, one of these times you might catch a glimpse. Sometimes we're going to make it very apparent, but there's like at least two or three times where I genuinely feel if you didn't look, you wouldn't have seen it, and you wouldn't have missed anything, but knowing that that's there plays with you. And I liked how it did that. Um, the, I like the acting. The actors are good. I would say solid. Um... I fucking love the cinematography for, for, for this one, and like even the intro part kind of not getting too much into it, but like it's it's just a 
not even a montage, but it's kind of fun, like, basically trying to invert your opinions, or your, not your opinions, uh, your, uh, your view. Like, it has a camera, instead of looking from a city from, looking down on a city, it's actually looking from the ground up kind of thing, which kind of trips you out. You see clouds and stuff like that. I like this, I really like this movie a lot, honestly. Hmm. I forgot more about the original Candyman than I think I ever knew, really. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did go watch something after as well to kind of give me perspective on the original, and I, that made me actually like the movie more and respect the movie a bit more. Okay. Because um, I remember I was telling stories about the original movie. All I remember is I saw it and that guy, the the original Candyman, I'm like, fuck, I would see him at anything else and I can't unsee oh, him no, as Candyman. Yeah, he's Candyman. And and that's just like an icon, like iconic is that guy. Is that voice. His voice. Yep. Oh, fuck. Um, but I had, a, I had a really good time with it. I liked it. I would say see the theater, but that's for me, like, seeing the theater and watching me and other people do the little kind of thing, like, you know, you kind of crunch up or kind of stuff, or you're like, yeah. I like that as a social aspect. I think that, to me, that adds to horror movies when you have an invested audience in a fun movie. And I think this is a fun movie if you can see it with, especially with some friends, I think you'll get more out of it in the theater, um, but maybe you'll see more at home. Regardless, I would say see it. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm with you on saying see it. I, I would say you could skip it and see it at home, but uh, I did. I still like it. And I would say you know, give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for this week's streaming review, here we go. We're back on track. There you go. Uh, it was brought to us by you, my good man. I wanted to watch the <coughs> the missed review that we had from the uh, last week, which is Reminiscence. It's the Hugh Jackman movie where it was Inception. What was the other movie we we're comparing it to for a second? I can't remember now. Flatliners. Flatliners, okay. Um, where it looks like you're basically diving into people's memories. Uh, it looked trippy. Um, Hugh Jack- but, but but, say, Hugh Jackman acted his ass off. Okay. Yes. I mean, he did, but I think he went, he acted his ass off in the wrong way. Okay. Um, it does have, like, obviously, like you mentioned, it does have the Westworld characters as well. Both, like, the chick who touches her lips. That's the, all I know her. The hot alien girl. She's like, yeah, she touches her lips. That's all I remember. That That's the whole thing from Westworld. Um, I didn't like this movie. Nope. Uh, this movie is long. Yep. This movie has a concept, and then it doesn't play with it in fun ways. Yep. Like, the twist is boring as shit, and I was like, that's it? Every time, it tried to be a noir, this tries to be a noir movie, uh, like where, or noir, whatever, um, where it's trying to be very gritty, crime drama, like, almost like, um, oh, what was it, like Blade Runner a little bit, like having those kind of overtones and talks and stuff. The problem is, I don't give a shit about the character. The world is more interesting to me than whatever's going on here. I wish they went into the world. Yeah. I kept talking about the war and everything. I was like, what, this, yeah. what war? I would like, love to know, see the, the war. war. What war? Like, I mean, the I war. hate it, but, like, that would be right. more fun it's, than it's what we got. such a big part of building this world, and they're just like, the war. You served. Okay. Like, the guy the who war. was going to kill him right in the beginning is like, yeah. War. War. War never just, changes. I, I really wanted to like this movie, but I could tell you within 15 minutes I made my mind up. I wasn't really impressed the idea of them diving into, like, people's memories was just kind of boring. And that's the problem. The core concept is boring. I thought it was going to be something where (coughs) it was going to be, like, layers. Like, again, like, Inception-wise, where you find out that he's more of, like, he's actually diving into his own memories. uh, And then in those memories, diving into his own memories, which is kind of causing a weird little trip. But it doesn't. It literally keeps itself as a very... This is a vanilla experience that anyone could, for the most part, get because there's not a lot there. The most trippy part, which really isn't a trippy part, and also I'm like, why would you expect this to work? Is when she's talking to him through the guy because she hopes that he'll find him and then interrogate him. She knew that he would. But just, but that's, it's so contrived to me. Like, I was like, meh. I I couldn't really care. I think that was the only part that I liked. Where she's laying out the plan for him. Um, and but she let, basically tricks him into thinking like he she's giving him what he wants, right? So that it's going to be stuck in his memory. So the yeah. only way he can get rid of it is literally killing himself. Kinda, yeah. But so Hugh Jackman's going to find it. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is what happens when somebody has taken a nap multiple times through Inception and tries to tell you what Inception is about. <laughs> 
that's, that's appropriate. Um, uh, the... There's a good... Uh, we I, I say this a lot. There's a good movie here. This isn't the good movie. No. The good movie is Inception. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's Fuck very it. close to this movie. Very close. Yeah. Um, and even so much as the end where he stays in his memory in a loop. Yeah. Uh, the idea of it being a long con was... I liked that. Yeah. Of like, this is a long con to... Like, the idea of this woman has an affair with this powerful man and has a kid and they need to kill this kid... Because the family won't, doesn't exist, this kid doesn't exist to the family, and I have to give half of the yeah. the royal all this. Sh- Good, you got a real solid start there, and then you're just like, eh. What are you gonna do with it? Have I don't know. Whatever. Um, I thought Hugh Jackman was actually really good in this. Maybe. Okay, so but you hated it, so maybe you were just like, "That's the thing." Get off the ooh, like, like everything. He, he's acting. He was the only thing that kept it going for me. Of like, all right, I like what what you're doing here. Yeah, but you're not. They're not giving you much, and you're doing your, your best with what they've given you. Like everything's on fire, and this guy's trying so hard. And I'm like, I recognize Hugh Jackman as a good actor. I don't think this is a bad performance, but the movie is terrible. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I can't recommend this. This movie was not. I'm glad I did not see this in the theater. Dude, I, I said that. I, we were, I don't know, halfway through it, and I was like, I'd be so pissed if this was the movie we saw in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, at least Nighthouse wasn't good. Yeah. But it didn't make me hate my time watching a movie. It made it tried something, it sounds like. Yes. And, like, this is one of those movies where, if it wasn't for the podcast, I would have turned it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, I wouldn't have finished this. Yeah, after half an hour, 45 minutes into it, like... I was just like, okay. They could have done so much more with this. I mean, you could have done the thing where where people's memories are currency, and mm. you know you're you're stealing this this currency to take take these memories and kind of make them your own so that you like and people lose their ma- like their identity and stuff like that. There's so much they could have done with this, and instead they just did Inception badly. Yeah, and I. No, if you're gonna watch this, just watch Inception. Yeah, I would agree. I like. I want to watch Inception because <laughs> yeah. like, maybe it'll make me feel better. I almost did, and that's why I went to Dark Knight Rises because I don't have Inception uh, on 4K, and I've got the Blu-ray, but I'm like, I'm a little stuck after that. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This is no, 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 boy, no. No, this is a total pass. Uh, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and get to this week's nerd news streaming review. That was a streaming review. No, our fan streaming suggestion. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry about that. Um, so we have a suggestion from the hetero life mate, and he wants us to watch The Sound of Metal on Amazon Prime. I don't, I don't know what this is. I haven't heard of it, but he said it does a lot of things with sound that a Quiet Place does similarly. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm down. I'll watch it. As always, if you have anything you want us to watch on basically any streaming platform, let us know at battenhammergmail.com, battenhammer on Twitter, Sprekens Geek on Facebook. You can reach me, I am at Taru Skippy. I'm at Craig Kalis, and make sure to like us, love us, and share us every Tuesday morning on pretty much everywhere. Uh, Alright, so we've actually got nerd news. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about is we got a trailer for the new Saints Row game. Which we were literally just talking about last week. Yeah, well, they said you're going to get it yeah. next week, so. But we were kind of figuring out what it was going to be, like, is it going to be a sequel, prequel, remake, whatever. It looks like it's a new Saints Row mm-hmm. that doesn't take place in the Saints Row universe. Kind of looks like Fortnite Row. I can see that about I don't. I don't get a Saints Row vibe from this at all. And I'm hoping okay. it's just a bad trailer. Yeah. Um, but like, like you said, I, I want to beat people up with fucking dildos and stupid rocket launchers that that shoot fucking boxing gloves and just all the stupid things that they have mm-hmm. in Saints Row. And this, 
didn't feel like Saints Row. It, like I said, it felt, it felt like Fortnite Row. Yeah. Or Saints Night, you know, which, whichever one you want to go with. I... This comes out next year, early next year. Yeah, I think November. November right? Yeah, or November. It was, I think January or February, yeah. I'm interested, but I'm not like, yes. And usually when I hear a new Saints Row, I'm like, yes. I mean, I was... So, I, like, I saw it and I was oh, sad that it's not going to be a sequel. It's not going to continue on with the story. I'm glad it wasn't a remake of 3 right. or a remake of 2 because that's... I don't need that. I already... Mm-hmm. I've had those games. I'm done. They've been remastered a billion fucking times. And I was reading something about, like, the director's like, hey, we kind of painted ourselves into a place where we are king of the galaxy. Where do you go from there? So, like, I understand them yeah. doing the re... Like, Let's restart from there. Mm-hmm. My biggest worry is that when I heard that, I was like, shit, is it just going to be Grand Theft Auto with like slightly more jazz right. and stuff like that? I got more... It's not the Saints Row that I've experienced the past couple times mm-hmm. because I've gotten familiar with characters and shit like that. One of the characters looks like Kinsey a little bit, and I was like, hey. <laughs> um, but I definitely get what you're saying about it. It still feels off. But it's also, I think it's because it's a whole new world, whole new characters, so it's the world, but it's not the world that we're familiar with. That's the way I'm kind of taking it. I'm excited, but I'm not, like, it's, like, not something I'm going to rush to pre-order. I am definitely going to wait until they do reviews, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be a lot of people that have played Saints Row that will play this and be like, this is or isn't Saints Row, and Mm -hmm. that's what I'm waiting for, honestly. I'm excited that it's happening, because this is the first new game since, I mean, first real new game, they did Agents of Mayhem, I think, but I think it was in pre-production. Like, this is the first full new yeah, game, Yeah, think... but Agents of Mayhem isn't a Saints Row game. It's a... Well, I mean, like, just yeah. in general from that, when they got all taken over and they sold off all their IPs and mm-hmm. stuff like this, this is the first time we were really seeing a new game from that studio, I think. Or at least it feels like that. That I recall. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Marvel is releasing a new game. Yeah. Speaking of tactics games, uh, very similar to XCOM called Marvel's Midnight Sun. Okay. I didn't I'm interested. Fu- I didn't even know this fucking existed, but I mean, <coughs> put Marvel, which is something I care about, and XCOM, which is something that, like causes me emotional trauma. Cool. I just don't want as XCOM-y. Like, the problem with XCOM is... XCOM. Yeah. While playing the the Dark Crystal, I was like, I prefer these bite-sized battles over this huge battlefield that you have to move two spaces at a time and and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm hoping it's a little more Dark Crystal or Final Fantasy Tactics where it's just a small little map that you can't quite get as far away from. I want it to be more user-friendly. Yeah. I figure with it being Marvel alone, there's yeah. almost a guarantee yeah. it'll be more user-friendly, which actually makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Because that's the same thing. Like, I want more bite-sized content, stuff that I can enjoy and have fun with, and then get away with it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with the concept. I haven't gotten to see the trailer. I know there was one, but I'm, I'm sure it doesn't have gameplay. No, it's like just an animated... 2022 like, or 2023? Yeah, it's just an animated yeah. Marvel people fighting. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Horizon finally has... An actual release date. Yes. Shocker, it's been delayed until February 18th, which is real close to the five-year anniversary. The five-year anniversary was the 28th or 29th of then, February. I think it puts it neck and neck with uh, Zelda again. With the wild, which is... I'm like, dude! Why would you do this, but... I, I think it has more clout now, so people will want to play it, though. I know. when it first launched. Yes, and I know I'm down, I just... Between now and February, I gotta get my hands on a PS5. Yeah, I saw you post about that, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but now I have like an actual date. Yeah, of when you need to have your PS5. Yeah, and this will be a year and of some change after the release, which is pretty much right around where I got my PS4. Yeah, I think I was a little. I was later on my PS4. Yeah. I think I was like, but it was available. Years. We'll see if it's available in February. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking clue at no. this point. Uh, we at Cinecon we got some information for the Matrix Four. We finally got our title for it, Matrix Resurrections, and got a little bit of backstory. Um, Neo and Trinity 
have no memory of what happened in the Matrix. That's all I know so far. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, so I'm excited. I believe only Lana Wachowski's working on this one now. Um, I believe the other Wachowski needed some time off because they basically did like movie, 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 movie. Um, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, I'm curious. I'm hopeful that they really sat down and massaged this script. And didn't... Because Matrix wasn't set to be a trilogy. No. Matrix came out, and everybody's like, oh my god, I want more of this. And they were like, okay. And they wrote two movies in like six months. Yeah. And you could tell, because they're while they're they're not horrendous... They're not. They don't hold up to the Matrix. Well, and the Matrix one and versus two and three are almost completely different styles. Yeah, like yeah. both in visual, but mm-hmm. also in feel mm-hmm. and characters, everything. Yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite has a release date as well. That surprised me. Uh, this shortly after getting the release date to Call of Duty, they're like, "Yeah, we're releasing ours," basically a month later. Yep. Halo Infinite's coming out December eighth. Prime spot for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not surprised they put it. I, it's like they either had to do that or they have to wait till like again, February, March. You, you couldn't push this again. I, they, they, I'm. I was kind of surprised though. I was almost waiting for them to push it again. From what I've heard, from the, the multiplayer is amazing. That's okay. what I've heard. Which I mean, it's more Halo, and if it just feels right and they tweak it, cool. Right. Um, oh, I for you. I haven't played multiplayer in a long time though, and I won't. Most likely play it on my Xbox anyways. It's 360 or it's uh, one. I don't think that it'll make it. I don't know if they'll make it backwards compatible. I'm pretty sure it's backwards, but but I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, so don't quote me. I mean, I'm more curious about honestly, in general, I'm more curious about the damn campaign than anything. That's that's where I'm at. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, if I like Table, I would be interested, but since Just I have, I might have, yeah, but since I don't really care about Halo, like, eh. yeah, Master Chief. Master Chief. <laughs> <coughs> God, I hate because I have this like stuff right here, and Nothing. every time I every time I talk, it's all like tickling the, yeah, my throat and everything, and so I'm like trying to talk and not talk at the same time. It's tickling the back of your throat. Yeah, it is. Today's my anniversary, twelve year wedding anniversary. Aww. Yeah. Old. Holy shit! I did not realize your wedding anniversary was so close to like the Katrina anniversary too. This, this, this is a specific reason we got married today. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um. Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Okay, I put this on as a selfish thing. So, that game has been delayed. Like, I bought... How about this? I bought that game for my wife for Christmas last year. I mean, it's gonna come out. I mean, like, there was a point in time where I wasn't sure it was gonna come out. Because they stopped talking about it. They went radio silent for a long time. Uh, Been delayed till spring of 2022. I still don't believe it. Because it's not an actual date. No, 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 It's spring. Then like, spring is a four-month cycle. It's like, good. Or a three-month cycle. So, like, yeah, it's... I, I, I don't know what happened with Traveler Tales. Because it's Traveler Tales, I think, that does Lego ones. Yes. Because um, Telltale's the one who did, like, <laughs> But they... Some has to have gone on. Like, I'm really curious what's going on behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, I can't remember the Like, there was DC Supervillains... That came out in 19, I believe. I think so. Maybe 18. But I can't think of the... Le- that's the last Lego game that I can think of. I guess that something must have happened. And I don't know what it is. Because they used to have I'm these, curious. like, clockwork. Every year there like, would be a new one. Almost like the new one or two or whatever. Yeah. They do a whole bunch of shit, so I don't know. I just wanted to finally come out. Alright, and um, last thing we're going to talk about is Spiderman. So, so much Spiderman. The first thing we're talking about is Sony is is gonna have a Spider-Man universe. All well, this movie, the is No Way Home, is the last Weird. one for his contract. For his contract and for, for the Marvel contract. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be renewed. Yes, because there's gonna be another event movie. Yeah, but even if there's not another Spider-Man movie. There's going to be another event movie yes. with them in it. Uh, but it's... They're, they're t- trying to tie... They're, they're doing the Sinister Sticks. Um, so you have Let There Be Carnage is still 
coming out in October. It got pushed back, but it's still in October. Yeah, I think it got pushed back in like a month, but whatever. Morbius is coming out in January. Is it? We'll see. Is it? Is that a movie? And then in January 2023, Craven the Hunter. Which is such an odd... Mm-hmm. Also, that's a... If they're doing one <laughs> Sinister Six movie a year... Yeah. Six years to build up for... Like a team movie? Like, that's... Do you really think hard. Jared Leto's gonna hang around that long? Yeah, I mean, do you think any of the people are gonna hang around Do you think long? Tom Hardy's gonna be that that massive for that long? Yeah. So I have... I, like, they're gonna have to amp it up a bit. But I know they're waiting to see if it's successful, because... They literally only have one. They have yeah. Carnage, and everybody's like, yeah, or, I'm sorry, they have Venom. Venom, and everybody's like, alright, cool, let's do more Venom. I don't think Morbius is. I don't think Morbius is. I don't, like, Morbius and Craven and stuff like that, I don't think they're gonna do good, even with Leto, but. Yeah. I'm curious to see, like, I feel like Marvel's like, you know what, we want to keep Spider-Man around, because Spider-Man alone is a huge fucking oh, yeah. thing in all the universe and stuff like that. Like, I feel like part of them going, like, we have, we're going to do some multiverse things so we can absolutely figure this out and do, like, a weird thing where we can connect universes and mm-hmm. shit like that. But, like, just so you know, we can cut this shit off at any fucking time. But, yeah. We finally yeah. got something. And then, we talked about it last week. We've been talking about it a little bit that we, for some reason, have to have a Spider-Man trailer. Probably on Shang-Chi. Um, and over the weekend, there was a Spider-Man leaked trailer. So then Sony was like, Sony and Marvel were like, here, have your trailer. Yeah. I don't know why they held on to this so long. It didn't show anything that we didn't know. Yeah. <coughs> the only thing I can think of is, is definitely one of the scenes with out. Tom Holland is not Tom Holland. Yeah. That's the only, like... I'm almost guaranteeing one of the scenes that has Tom Holland in the trailer. That's not Tom Holland. It's one of the other Spider-Man. Which one? I don't know. Oh. No, I'm just saying. Oh, one, okay. One of the scenes in the trailer, because we don't see any of the other Spider-Mans in... You know they're there. They say they're not. Because that means they're there. Yeah, exactly. Anytime... Yeah. He's totally not con. Oh, he's totally con then, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, is. yeah. That's a long con right there. Oh my god. Um, that's also Benedict Cumberbatch, though. Um, I I also don't know why, unless they were, like, I'm guessing maybe the trailer came out and they were heavily editing it, because, again, they did obviously remove certain things out of it, too. Right. But there's nothing in here that screams spoilers for Shang-Chi. Yeah, like, we knew it was a multiverse, because... Doctor Strange is multiverse. They're, yeah. they're setting the Loki multiverse with WandaVision kind of multiverse. Annoying. Yeah, like, we know they're doing the multiverse. They've said they're doing the multiverse. Yes, yeah. and they are, and we knew that Doctor Strange was in Spider-Man. Yeah, poor Spider-Man hasn't had his own movie. No. Uh, Spider-Man Man 2 was his own movie, or uh, Far From Home. Yeah, that was. Because the first one, Homecoming, he, he was with Iron Man. Yeah. And then this one, he's with Doctor Strange. Second one, he's technically with Nick Fury the entire time, but... Or, no, he's with Mysterio, but... Yeah, but Mysterio's, Mysterio's a villain. villain yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to see Alfred Molina, which he doesn't look the same from the other sure. movie, which I'm like, okay, but so that was I don't... 20 years ago. Well, but I mean, as in, like, e- like they can de-age people to certain things. My thought about it is more of, he doesn't look like the one that we saw in, um... Two. Was it two? Yeah. It was two. He doesn't look like the way we saw him there. So it may not be that same one, plus that one kind of died. Right. And so it's a different version, but it's a similar Green one. Green Goblin. It looks like Green Goblin's going to be around. Mm-hmm. And Green Goblin died. Okay. Like, the trailer's fine. Yeah, yeah. But you I, you're more confused of why they held yeah, off. Yeah, I don't understand why they held for so long. I have zero fucking idea. I mean, I don't think me seeing Shane Chi... Like, everyone's like, oh, like, they're already spoiled. No, no, you said, like, everyone's spoiled, like, oh, what's at the end and stuff like that already. But I don't feel like Shane Chi is going to dive as heavy into multiverse at all. I no. think it's going to stay very much high level of, like, hey, you know, this is the normal kind of things, and then you have your multiverse shit. And you're probably going to have some multiverse stuff because you have, like, Abomination. You have to... I, I hope they explain why Abomination is there. Yeah. Other than, like... He's just there, then you're like, but why mm-hmm. is Abomination there? 
Um, yeah, so we got the new Spider-Man trailer. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get to this week's pod question, which was brought to us by you. Yeah, I want to know who's your favorite genetically modified, or basically enhanced person. Enhanced. Uh, from fiction. Could have been comics or anything else, but just fiction in general. Uh, so the main thing that I thought of, <laughs> as I'm going to start dying here when mm-hmm. I cough, is I, I did go to comics and I went to Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time, I thought that, like, the, I, I didn't realize that his superpower was healing. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought that it was his, his bone claws, ready? You know, um, <laughs> bone claws, yeah. ready? That was good. And then when I started reading the X-Men, because I've, I, I've started with the cartoons, and the cartoons don't really differentiate between the two of, like, the reason he has the animatium skin is because of his super healing. Yeah. Because it would have killed anybody else. Um, Wolverine's always just been... I mean, he he comes off as Kratos very one note. Yeah. And he is, if you probably hang out with, like, ten minutes of just mm-hmm. Wolverine, but then when you delve into his backstory, you're like, oh, no, he's way less... One note than than I thought. Uh, yeah, so I went with Wolverine. What about you? I mean, I'm boring. I did go with Captain America, <laughs> but that's literally because he was one of the characters when I also was watching the X Men. That's how I first got introduced to Captain America. This is a part where Wolverine also interacts with Captain America during World War Two, and I was like, who the fuck is this character? I don't care. But the more I've read into it, the more things like I'm like, I I freaking love that whole thing of Captain America, the mythos of it, like being. Like we see in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the idea of like you can get the superhuman soldier to anybody or a serum to anybody, mm-hmm. and it doesn't not necessarily make them Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. It just makes them more of who they are. So I love the idea of it being his superpower is literally him being who he is, and then he just happened to get the body that fit with it, kind of thing, because the dedication, dil- the diligence, all that shit. I love that. He's. I love the fact of how self aware he is in the comics sometimes, where he's like. I know everyone thinks I'm a goody two-shoes. And they're like, because you are. He's like, because I am. <laughs> but he's like, I'm far from perfect. They're like, no, of course not. <laughs> but yeah, that's who mine is. All right. Okay, so for my pod question this week, I want to know, does your favorite X ever change? You know, does your favorite video game, your favorite movie, your favorite oh, okay. record, you know, whatever, pick something. Does it ever change or is it always your favorite? Uh, so let us know your answers at battenhammer.gmail.com, battenhammer on Twitter, SprigandZigGeek on Facebook. You can reach me. I'm at Taro Skippy. I'm at Craig Kalis. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us every Tuesday morning on pretty much everything. And if you don't, let us know. All right. So we are going to get to our spoiler-filled review of Candyman and Ted Lasso Episode 6. So if you don't want to hang around for that, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Episode 4 and 13 of SprigandZigGeek. So for SprigandZigGeek, I'm Bat. And I'm Aaron. And this is our Week in Geek. Have a great week. Have a good week. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to do the thing where I can actually hear your voice and my voice and get the fuck out of bed. Alright, so let's start with Candyman. Uh, again, it was a lot more social than I thought it was going to be. I genuinely didn't realize the person they were talking about in the original, like the woman, was the original character from the original Candyman. Yes. I did not fucking know that. <laughs> I didn't remember her at all. I just remember Candyman. So it turns out that there was a baby that was kidnapped, and the baby turns out to be the main character in this mm-hmm. movie, um, and the woman saves the baby by jumping into a bonfire, essentially. Yeah. And then, like Nightmare on Elm Street, they decide to essentially forget Candyman. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, he comes back later through some stories. The, uh, the laundromat dude is like, Candyman? Yeah. That, he's got that cool voice. Yeah, he does. Uh, He's like, tell me fucking stories. <laughs> Both him and Tony Todd have really, really cool voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the the dude starts kind of invoking Candyman of, of bringing him out through paintings and, and, yeah. and going through his neighborhood. Um, and basically at the end of the movie, you see that he, in turn, becomes Candyman. I didn't, like, I have to admit, the, the transformation of him getting bit by a bee and then, or stung by a bee, and then his arm, like, totally getting, like, the whole, I, the, I don't fully get the transformation thing, but I don't think it really matters at the same time. It's the symbolism of, yeah. he got in, the bee 
is the first step of Candyman. Yeah. To basically puncture his skin and start infecting him. Yeah. And then he's, his arm starts burning, essentially. Yeah. Because of the fire and yeah. all that jazz. Blah, blah, blah. Did you have a favorite death sequence or something like that? Because there's a lot of... Or a favorite scare at all, or... I mean, there were no scares. Um, I liked when he leaves the woman's apartment and then the camera's panning out and you see her, like, slammed oh, against the yes. wall and dragged. Like, I liked how that was shot. Um, yeah, I think that, I think that's the best one. Like, you had the girls in the high school that you didn't see any of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that was one of the cool things about a lot of the deaths is you didn't see hardly any of them. Mm -hmm. Like the one you saw, the hot fucking goth girl, I was like, thanks. I know. I saw that. And the, <laughs> I was with my friend and I was like, oh no. And she's like, you're so sad. And I'm like, I'm so sad. Um, I like the one in the elevator actually, even though it wasn't a death, just the idea of like seeing the candy drop out of nowhere, the razor blade thing, the like that and just seeing all the reflections because this again is a movie that plays with reflections mm -hmm. a lot and I can't remember which one it was but there's a point in time where they're like panning across the screen you can see Candyman in the background and I was like oh fuck I loved it yeah they did that a few times where you see him in the background um... sometimes I think they wanted you to see him because he's in focus and other times like he's very out of focus yes. and he's very obscure and you might not see him and that's okay well they wanted you to know that the, because anytime you didn't see him, you saw the main character, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they kind of want to let you know that, like, this dude is going like, yeah. this is happening. <laughs> um, I yeah. did like a lot of the characters being self-aware. Like, again, the his girlfriend going into the laundromat opens up a door that goes down to a basement. She's like, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were so many things like that. Like, the mom's going, like, no, we don't say that. And I'm like... Or like the friends say, well, that's, that bullshit. I was say, that's not that's not self aware. That well she, for her, she knew. Yeah, like the but the, I like the uh, the brother who's like, we don't we don't need to summon. Yeah, we don't we have enough crazy <laughs> shit. That kind of stuff was really good. Again, I like the acting. I like the playthrough. I, I don't know. I like the movie. I I liked how at the beginning the credits were backwards. Oh yeah. And at first I was like, why is this? backwards like these are all digital now there's no reason yeah there's no film and i was like what, what, what is that and then and then it came up and i was like oh i see what they're doing you're looking through a mirror essentially yeah. it uh, plays with perspective a lot and i think it's yes yeah, with that tone really well it's shot really well the damn uh, shadow figures though like at the end like if you just sat through the credits it became too much for me see i liked it honestly because like every time they were telling a story they used the shadow figures and i was like Okay. I, I, I kind of liked it, but that's... I like the style. I like the eyes and everything like mm -hmm. that. At the end, they did the whole shadow figures. You can kind of see, like, the stories of the different gaming mm -hmm. men and stuff like that, but it was all told through just background stuff. Right. Music was really good. I don't know if there's a lot of whole spoiler things besides him becoming Candyman, but I think everyone kind of figured that out in the beginning, too. Probably, because he's like, <laughs> Yeah. And he starts peeling his arm and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I still don't think you should see it in the theater. There's not really a reason to, but... There's nothing it. against the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to go ahead and talk about episode 6 of Ted Lasso. Um, so with this one, we have a hot new star player shows up who's been Danny injured Ross. before. <laughs> Football is life! Fucking love Danny Ross. Um, and he basically gets injured. Yeah. And they find they find out that the players believe that the training room is cursed due to stuff from World War Two and concentration camps. And blah, 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 blah. Well, there's as much concentration camps as more of like well, not uh, concentration recruiting. camps, but they recruited to yeah. fight and kill. And, you know. Yeah. Um. So Ted Lasso has everybody bring something important to them, and they, you know, burn it in a bonfire essentially, and they become friends, and and he kind of gets through to to uh jamie. jamie finally and he's like all right yeah like we've we've finally my ted lassoness has has gotten through to him and then he gets traded and i was like man i feel like one of the people on this podcast had said this was gonna happen and i can't remember who mm -hmm. uh Pat yourself on the back there really nicely Sarah was crying because of the ted lasso practice speech i didn't know that was a thing and you i, I guess call that but I don't pay attention to sports. I know you don't. I even told Doug, I told, I told Doug, I was like, 
he's not going to understand this at all. And she's crying because it's just perfect. And I'll show you what it means afterwards. No, she sent me the video of it. Oh, did you see yeah, it? Yeah, so she sent me the video. Okay. She's like, she's like uh, Raider said that you wouldn't understand this. No. And I was like, no, I did not. No, not and it goes on for so long. And she's crying. I was like, that's great. And uh, I, I knew it was se- uh, the second it started, I was like, well, he's going to have no idea what this is. None whatsoever. But at the same time, I think that's kind of an awesome nod to how the writers understand sports better than... Like, they're doing stuff like that, which I would consider as an Easter egg. If you like sports, mm-hmm. and you're like, you probably have seen this. Oh, yeah. You probably know this. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I'm like, I just took it as a, he's, oh, he's pissed. speech. Right, right, right. He's pissed. Yeah. He's so pissed he can't think straight. And I think he expected that a lot of the players wouldn't know what it was because it's basketball, and it was, God, at this point, at least 10 years ago, if not, I was, was 15, if not more. Um... Not even 20 years. So, like, a lot of these players would have no idea what this is. And so he's... He's pulling from that to be like, they've never seen me angry. And he's not really angry. No. Everything he does is so calculated, and, and the only time he's remotely angry was like, here's your fucking biscuits! I finally got it perfect! He's like, God damn it, the best damn biscuits ever! Yeah. Uh, I really like this show. I can't wait to just... Like it's 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 very tough not to power through it. It's yeah. real tough, uh, but I'm really enjoying the show. Again, I love it too. I, I love the damn little subtle bits of drama and stuff. Again, it's Scrubs, and I say Scrubs in spirit because there's a lot of things they do that just make it feel good, where it flows well, the characters mm-hmm. act naturally. I didn't even think about Ted using that as him because he was a basketball coach, wasn't he? No, he was a football coach. football coach, okay. like actual football. At football. But I'm like. I never thought about as maybe the character had seen this, used this as a funny thing, <laughs> and then tried to bring it up as like, hey, I'm going to use this as a way to be angry. I literally thought he was angry. Yeah. And he got, like, it's just his own thing. But that's because I have no frame of reference for that. So the idea that there can be, like, two subtexts on a character's motivations is kind of you know, stupid fun. I, I still like the show. I'm yep. Just, I can't wait to watch more. Okay. Uh, all right, so that's it for episode 413 and uh, all our spoiler-filled stuff. Uh, next week, Shang-Chi, so we'll see you guys next week. Yes, indeed.